Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming good up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. Unique! That's what you are. <laughs> Lingerie reflecting off the mirror on the bar. Category. Category. Sexy bitch. <laughs> I feel like after the last month, that's how I had to start season eight was unique. I'm certain that my coworkers think I'm crazy because toward the end of the night, once we close and like mm. the doors are locked, I don't have my AirPods on. I don't be walking around the store. Yada, yada, oh, yeah. Yada, 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 yada. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. So, welcome back to the Good Up, Good Up, Good Up, Good Up, Good Up audience. I love her boat. I was like, Good Up. It is season eight. It is season eight, bitches. Welcome back. It's so good to be back. We had a good break. We are relaxed. We are at our semi best. I ain't gonna say I'm at my best. That's, That's authentic. That's what I'm, 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 I'm trying to get here. Diamond says she at her best. Hey, so. if you know, you know. But welcome back to the Good Up People. Them to your favorite podcast, your father favorite podcast, your mother favorite podcast, your best friend probably to listen to this podcast. Your man, they'll probably listen to this podcast too. And if that's your man, then why he over here? Okay? Hey! If that's your right. man. love up in the air. You're also your judgmental aunties listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I know they do because yeah. they don't send me inboxes about our episodes. So welcome back. Yes. It is, it's Deidre. It's good to see you. Diamond, You know who else to listens you. to this? Ooh. Beyonce's secret lesbian lover. Because you can't tell me that big chain fucking a woman on the side. <laughs> Sorry, because that album. Disrespectful. I don't get She outed herself Deidre, with this album. Okay. Listen, Sorry. the way we're going to get fucking drag up for this episode. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> It's Deidre oh, Diamond, it's woman. good to see you. Welcome back. Y'all know straight out the gate, this is about to be a wild fucking episode because we're going to oh, twins yes. in a house. And these two, I got to just sit back and let this fuck happen. Like at this point. Immediately, I... no, no, you have to stop. <laughs> you cannot, you cannot because we will be on here for like seven hours and not even realize it. Listen. Diamond, it's, no, we, this going to feel like a FaceTime call between don't, me and she. I'm going to be on the phone too I long. have my life together today. I'm actually sitting in a chair. Okay. Diamond, I have my life together for this episode. Diamond get on clothes. She don't have on a robe. There's a do-rag yeah. happening, but I love it. It's like you a know? velvet number, so it's, it's still very like... Yeah, very mm-hmm. Yeah, very luxurious. Muy, so, muy luxurious. yeah, we, we got things to do. So, hey, Isa, please, lead us right into the business because you know All the vibes. Right. Okay, so with that being said, you know, I a lot happened over the summer, okay? Shit went down yeah. over the summer, okay? The queen dead yeah. yesterday. Two days, two days ago, yesterday or two days ago. I don't know when, when a woman did. So much happened, It's right? been a summer, honey. But the most important thing that happened over the summer is that our, our lives were The changed. queen is back. We were scalped. We, we have been put in our fucking place. Beyonce you could say saw, you were scalped. Beyonce, Beyonce saw that we were sitting down, not doing nothing, twiddling our fucking fingers and wasn't focused. And she was like... Pay attention. Pay attention. I already know the vibes. I already am in line. You could say you were scalped. I was not. I already handed over my edges. I don't even bother getting scalped anymore. The Here's minute, the I, so you know, sometimes I just feel, y'all know I'm psychic and shit. So I be feeling a little tingly, right? I be knowing Beyonce coming and I just say, okay, here you go. Like, I don't even bother getting scalped Here's no more. I just embrace Here's the baldness. The thing, though. I was like, okay. She, I know she coming. She's been talking about the fact that she coming for a long time. And no matter how much you don't prepare, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like having sex for the first time after a long time. You know how sex feels. You know that shit gonna rock your wall. But then this big dick motherfucker to walk in the room, blow your back out, and you don't be laying on the bed like, wow. 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 I didn't come for, I mean, I came for this, but I didn't. Exactly. I I knew this was coming. Right. Especially with somebody you've had sex before. I knew this was coming. I knew you were going to destroy my soul. But now I had to walk typing in the same letter over and over and me move from the page yet. 
That's what Beyonce did to me this summer. I knew she, and here's the thing. I think I was more anxious about how she was going to fuck up my wall versus the fact that she was, I knew she was going to fuck up my wall. Yeah, that's it. I knew it was coming, but something was like, this is the woman who gave me lemonade, the gift and homecoming in the past five years. And she has to, she has to surpass herself. And will. And will. And will. I so think how? the thing that I just love <laughs> is that Beyonce continues to prove to the world, the world, that she can only get better. Beyonce will never oh, yeah. be overrated. You know, oh, I saw yeah. some bitch on TikTok <laughs> make some video comparing Beyonce to Rihanna and how Beyonce gonna always have to do concerts and some dumb shit. Something about something about marketability and the reason I don't even get into those conversations is because at this point in Beyonce's career, why the fuck are we talking about anybody else? Why are leave, we talking leave- about? Leave Rihanna out of the conversation because I'm Navy. I love her. Like, that's my girl, and that's right? I love Rihanna too. And that's why I'm so annoyed that people make these comparisons. Exactly. At this point in Beyonce's career, at this point in the level of artistry she's given us, why the fuck are we talking about anybody else? Why? Y'all are not going to disrespect Blue Ivy because that is Beyonce's competition. Blue Ivy is coming for Beyonce's night. <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce better watch her back because Blue Ivy is the real queen of all this shit. Y'all not imagine being, the, bad, imagine okay. being the baddest bitch on life right? and then you birth the person who's obviously replacing Blue you. Ivy is That's a lot of pressure. Ivy is coming see, for her fucking throne. Stop playing Deidre, with Blue. Deidre, what I thought you were going to say is imagine being a baddest bitch alive and your mother is Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, imagine being the mother of the baddest bitch alive. No, because Blue Ivy is the baddest. Ever. Exactly. No, because... Just, just you know, we gonna we gonna try it, y'all. So if you're listening to this episode, <laughs> you know that you have three very clear, very public, very staunch, and, unapologetic, and unapologetic yeah. beehive members on the episode yeah. today. So, so if one this is thing not for you, do, you can click out. <laughs> you go click Honestly. out. But also, one thing we're going to do is we're going to rant about Beyonce because we have material for days. But this episode specifically is celebrating Renaissance. It's talking yeah. about Renaissance as an album and our experience with it. It dropped more than a month ago and I, I'm still in a chokehold. I cannot stop listening to this fuck. So the Same. first question I want to ask the group is, what was your initial reaction upon first listen? What was that experience like for you when she dropped that fuck? Because I know what mine was. Go ahead, I'll never forget. I was laying in my bed. Same. Texted the group chat and was like, oh my God, Alien Superstar is that girl. And I was like, I know, I remember DJ being like, I'm not even listening right now. I don't have, I'm not doing this with Beyonce. <laughs> I and when I'm that girl started, I paused and I said, Beyonce, bitch, hold on. <laughs> Give me till tomorrow. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not about to stay up all night with you playing in my face. Because I just, when I heard her pop, y'all know I love popping shit music. Mm-hmm. I love when women sing about being badasses, right? So for her to start her album like that, I was like, pause. I'm going to have to do this tomorrow. And the next day when I woke up to get ready for work and I was washing my ass and I had that music playing, I was scree- I'm surprised I didn't get a noise complaint. Mm. It was so much happening inside of my body, so much joy. I was having a party while getting ready for work and being like, Beyonce, how dare you? How dare Listen. you? That was my initial mm-hmm. listening experience. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Since, since you were too busy the first night, well, everybody else was it wasn't okay. So, here's the thing it wasn't that I was too busy, right? But the day of the album, I had already come home from work, I'd already taken my shower, it, laying in a bed, and I said, Deidre. So, I, I did hit play, and then I said, This album is overstimulating. I have to wait. I had to wait. I said, I'm going to be overstimulated. I cannot do this with Beyonce tonight. She's I had, not going yep, to same. I, had I just to, have to wait for the next day. I went to bed and hey, I on diamond. You know, y'all know we have the group chat. So I told the story of the moment that I was literally here dying, like dying my weave, sitting on the bedroom floor, dying my weave, right? First of all, can we talk about the fact that the album is one song continuously? It's very oh, yeah. trippy. When she recorded this, I know... She said to all the people contributing, all the people who were mixing and twisting the sounds, 
I want this fuck to sound like a party. Not to hide and lose of a party. When Beyonce was planning this album, Beyonce said, and this, this, I noticed, right? And nobody gonna argue with me. Beyonce walked into that room and said, I want this album to feel like you got in your 1970s best. You snot a line of cocaine. You went mm-hmm. to Studio 54 and you didn't fucking leave until the cocaine wear off, which was like 18 hours later. I want the yep. album to feel like that. And everybody was like, bet, we get you. Yep. And they because did that's exactly literally what it gave. I have never tried cocaine in my life, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm no, pretty sure that it album was like listening to Renaissance. No, that, yeah. that album really made me say, maybe I could do one line of coke in my life. Like, <laughs> I, I, I like, <laughs> Listen. But listening to that album, I said, you know, Deidre, if you go to a party and the opportunity presents itself, <laughs> well, like, maybe one line I of coke is ecstasy. not going to kill you. I because... <laughs> the closest I've ever come to cocaine was me and my best friend being in a party in San Diego and these two friends, they were a, a boy and a girl best friend, and they were asking everybody in the party, do you know where we can get some coke? And me <laughs> and my best friend were like, why are they so thirsty for this cocaine? Listening to Renaissance, I now know why. Yeah, because that, album, that is, is what cocaine yeah. feels like in your body. I could see I why, could the, see girl, why they, the girls yeah. become they, Listen, they were so thirsty for that cocaine, they were willing to ask the police. Listen. Okay, cool. <laughs> and that's how I feel about Renaissance. Let me, yeah. let me just you got, some, you got some Renaissance? You got some Renaissance? Can I have some? <laughs> you got some Renaissance. <laughs> Can I have some Renaissance? <laughs> Let me just say that I I am very proud of how on point I was with a Beyonce releases this summer because of of everybody in the group chat, the person who happy now fucking were like Beyonce delete her profile pictures. Beyonce delete like I was going yeah. off an aisle for like a yeah, month you straight. Like everything. Beyonce coming. Like she is coming. Yeah, yeah. She actually strayed from her usual what what has become her usual and she dropped a lead single first with no <laughs> visuals just drop break my soul she really what was no your, back in time she really took us back in time mm-hmm. so what was what was the reaction to break my soul because i gonna be honest when break my soul come out on first listen i was like beyonce i don't know i did i did yeah, not i, I didn't really like break my soul it's him i remember yeah, I remember when Break My Soul came out. I didn't particularly care for it. As, and you know what it is that I didn't really care for was the sound. And not even the the beat, but just, I don't know. I just felt like Beyonce wasn't giving her best vocal performance. It just felt kind of basic compared to what Beyonce usually does. The thing that made me like Break My Soul was the lyrics and the theme of the song. That's the only thing that made me like Break My Soul. But for the most part, I wasn't that into Break My Soul. And I even remember, but the crazy thing was I couldn't get it out of my head. Even exactly. And I remember being on FaceTime with Diamond one day. And saying, you know, Diamond, I don't really care for this new Beyonce song, but I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. That's how I should have known that fucking on, album was drugs. On, I on first listen, I was like, mm, but then when I played in my car and I was driving to walk, mm. and I was like, okay, like it's it just, cute. it was the mood when I it heard, put me in. Yeah. When I heard Break My Soul, I'm not going to hold y'all. The first thing I thought was, okay, this, 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 out like for me i was just like oh she's just trying to make, make some quick money like i was like maybe this is probably her last no quite as a scat <laughs> i was like this is a very commercial song that's what it gave me i was like it's commercial um this song fits in everywhere it's like i was just like uh okay because her last few projects we can't lie have been very emotional and meaningful yeah. and all of that right so when i heard break my soul i was like maybe oh, she you just went to the business to, like, aspect yeah of it. She i was trying to, to recoup the potential loss. i was like maybe she's just trying to recoup or maybe she's just trying to get something out to her label maybe this is her last album with her label i was like it didn't feel like a passion project to me i was just like okay beyonce is just making music to get some obligations out yeah. of the way that's what i initially thought still thought it was sketchy it was still a bop um but it didn't at the time, it wasn't a song that I would add to a playlist. I look at it like, oh, I need to, I need this on a playlist, right? It was, it didn't do that for me. Um, and then the album came out, and then when I heard the transition into it, I, I, when I heard the first time I heard the transition into Break My Soul, I screamed and instantly fell in love with Break My Soul because yeah. it made sense. It made sense. Yeah. The transition into Break yeah. My Soul, the Break My Soul paired with the rest of the album, like she really set the tone mm-hmm. like now that i look at it and i think she did that on album. purpose i think yeah. beyonce knew that we wouldn't really care for that song and by she itself. wanted us to yeah by itself i think she wanted us to experience it on the album the way it's meant to but mm-hmm. she purposefully separated yeah. it from the album to fucking set us up first of all Listen. i still the 
I still believe in my heart of hearts that there's something different about Break Myself. Like, I feel like there's something that's added no, to that song. What is when that? I listen so to I've it actually now. compared the two. I compared mm-hmm. the single and then went on the album and listened to it. She overlaid some additional vocals on the album. I know it. Yeah, you cannot, because it. it sounds better on the album. I'm like, this song is way better on the album. Something is different. It can't just be that transition. I'm yeah. so glad you said it. Because Break I'm My like, Soul on the album bring, makes me want to cry. Break My Soul, the single, I was just like, this is cute, this is catchy. We, you know, we're all connected to music here. All three of us are emo- like connected to music. So there's certain songs that just speak to your soul no matter how many times you listen to it. And Break My Soul did not do that at first. Now it does. Mm-hmm. On the, when I listen to it on the album, it does. Yeah. Oh my God, that album. So, so, so let me tell you how I reacted to the initial listen, right? Because for me, a part of, y'all know that I'm a social media person, right? A part of what makes Beyonce album releases so special to me is Black Twitter. Like, mm-hmm. I love listening to the album with Black Twitter. It's the same thing for, like, show premieres and stuff like that. Like, I love that camaraderie and that experience. So mm-hmm. I was downstairs talking to one of my best friends and my husband. We were standing in the kitchen having a conversation. Mid-conversation, I look at my phone and my phone said 9 o'clock. Pause. Right? Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've ever heard you refer to your husband as your husband. You usually call him by name, and I think it's Beyonce. Carry on. Beyonce is the reason why you're Because <laughs> you, I've never heard you say You always husband. say Steven. Ever. Yeah, you said my you always husband say Steven. What, Thank Beyonce. We're going to talk about why I've made that transition, right? It's but anyway. not my man. It's not my man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my man. So... We did downstairs, we listening to it, and I look at my phone, and my phone turned to nine. The benefit of living in Arizona, right? There aren't many, but the benefit is nine o'clock is midnight every place else, okay? They don't play what the fuck. Midnight drops are at nine o'clock. So it was early That's enough so for me to where, you know, I wasn't about to fall asleep, so I was like, okay. So I see nine o'clock. I literally ran out of the kitchen mid-conversation, okay? Run out of the kitchen did not give a fuck what they were talking about. Literally turned around and left. And you know I get stairs in my house. The way I run up them stairs, right? <laughs> run in the room, close the door, and put on my AirPods, and literally sat down to have an experience with this album, okay? And I had just get AirPod Pros. Guys, I don't have no basic set of stairs. She have the stairs, the two. You got to go up. With a landing. And go on the two tears. Listen. <laughs> two tears of stairs. I run my big ass up them. I didn't even feel my foot. Them touch the ground. I levitated up the stairs. Okay? I would when never then... run up your stairs, hey, Isa. <laughs> like, I would never run up those fucking stairs. They're so intense. <laughs> when in the room, close the door and put on my ear. And I, again, I had just get AirPod Pro. So I knew I would gain the best fucking qualities. Sit in the bed, right? You would have swear I was listening to church. Okay, sit in the bed. Them. <laughs> I start the album. I'm gonna be real with I am. I'm that girl. I did not appreciate it on first listen. Because no? so hear me out. I'm that girl has a weird sound to it to where when you first first listen to it, for me, I couldn't understand the beat at first. And it took me another listen for me to be like, oh. That's what she doing because it just she don't experiment with our intro song like yes. So here's my relationship with music. When I listen to music, I instantly start seeing shit, right? Like mm-hmm. visualizing it. I either visualize what I think the experience is, or I visualize like, wow, this is what I would make a video for this song sound like. When I heard that song, all I envisioned was Beyonce waking up one day, maybe seeing some bullshit said about her on the internet, and literally walking into her studio pushing people out of the way, going into the booth and being like, just put something on. Mm-hmm. And just be like, and just dragging put up in these, like, that's what I envisioned. Yeah. And eventually I could appreciate it, right? It it took me a second listen, but at first one I was like, I don't know. But when Cozy fucking drop. You saw my text in the group chat that first night. Yeah. When, Co- when I heard Cozy, I was like, oh yeah, Beyonce. Yeah, you letting the girls yeah. know. You letting the girls know. You letting the girls know. Listen, I... And we're going to go like song by song. But what I will say about that first experience is that I wish that I could go back in time and experience them transitions for the first time over again. Just the transitions, just the effortlessness of like, wait, this a new song? 
and like looking at your phone like oh fuck this is a new song i'll be like what the fuck like i was having an outer body experience and like mm. you said deidre cough it is it wait is it cough it energy break my soul the way cough it ends yeah. i go straight into energy it's fucking mm-hmm. bananas it wasn't until break my soul was on that i realized that the the other two songs wasn't one song yeah and halfway into break my soul is when i said wait a minute this is break my soul yeah and then i said yeah. but wait what's the last song i listened to i was so yeah, I had you. to go and look at it. I was like, oh no, wait. I just listened to like four fucking songs. Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? You know when you were in the club and you just the DJ just going to fuck off and then they drop a song that everybody love and the whole crowd will be like, Yeah, like yeah. everybody will start going That's off. what happened when Break My Soul happened. That's what happened when Break My Soul mm-hmm. come on. I was like, yeah. Because yes, I was I listening think, and I think to that's energy. The she wanted. I was listening to energy, and then I hear, "I'm about to explode." Da, 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 da. I was because, like, and then you go to fuck ah, This is break my soul. I get <laughs> listen. I'm getting moment, chills all now. Like, listen, <laughs> the shower, the water is now. running on my body. I swing open my curtain, my shower curtain, <laughs> and jump out because I said this can't be real. <laughs> While my water is running, there's soap on my body. I'm soaking up my floor, and I literally went open up my phone and look at an album like. Did, you, did y'all have a moment because there were moments where like she would say some fuck and i would pause it and just stop and look at my phone and be like did beyonce really be like just this fucking do this bitch. yeah i had moments like that this too and you know when it was for me you know when it's for me when she was on heated dragging everybody in that rant i literally said wait I mean, and then no be- alien superstar because we we kind of skip over that to talk about coffee energy break my soul but alien superstar <laughs> Was Ooh, a that body that was my song. Experience. It was okay. so good. It was Cuffet so good. was my song, and then I heard Alien Superstar, and I just said, you know what? I don't have a song. I have the whole album. I had a like when people like say that this is their favorite song. I personally cannot choose a favorite. I've tried. It started out as Alien Superstar, then it was Cuff It. Then I went through a period where it was very much plastic off the sofa. As much you, as, like I'm too did sensitive anybody for that go song, through a, 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 a pure honey phase because I went through my pure honey phase. I'm going, I'm going through, through my. Pure- I went through my pure honey phase then at one point I went through my plastic off the sofa phase and I was like I just want like sit in my husband's skin right now like plastic off the sofa Plastic off the sofa made me commit to adding a lover to my next vision board plastic off the sofa I'm looking for me a boyfriend when <laughs> I get my boyfriend I can't wait to start my first argument with he so we can have makeup sex to plastic. <laughs> plastic I am committed to listen, future boyfriend. If you are listening, I'm here, baby. You like chocolate? What's up? I got hair now. You can pull my hair. Yo, even though we obviously don't have a favorite because it's the album. If there was a gun to your head, which would it be? For me, it's church girl. Gun to my head is church girl. I choose death. She said she chose shoot me. I can't Is it bad shoot that me I'm on the same page. <laughs> if I pick pure honey, that means I can't have plastic off the sofa. If I pick plastic off the sofa, that means I can't have coffee. If I pick coffee, that means I can't have alien superstar. I know. Pick, what about the Just, days where I want I want to be? I try to get all up in your all mind. up in your <laughs> mind. It's the little crown that shoot I'm me. really. Or what happened when I want to be um? Shoot Heard me. you got that deep for me. I'm shoot me. I'm making a week for me. Shoot yeah, see, you want it. Yeah, no. Me, you know, on. the thing is, is they always, you know what? In my defense, I like my child. So I have actually, to choose a song, right? Actually. <laughs> and, and this is how I, you know, I love to fucking psychologically manipulate people. I'm going to be like, you choose. What's your favorite yep. song? Yep. And then he going to have to bitch, no, they don't have a favorite. He going to have to exactly. kill He knows you choose. don't even have a favorite. You choose. You first. And, Baby, the way Church Girl, like all these songs got me in a chokehold, right? But the way, like one day I was listening to Church Girl while I was getting ready for work. But my niece, like Jaja came home and was like, I can hear you singing along to Church Girl from up the block. (laughs) I don't sing that song. And Crystal's, Crystal's said on the read when they had come back. By the way, thank you, Jesus. Because we get Beyonce back and the read back in the same and the fucking read. It's summer. It's been such bitch. a good summer. It's been such a good summer. I was praying God for God bless Kid Fury. Okay. I was praying for him so hard. I'm so happy to hear that he, that he better. I'm so happy to have them back. Because, like, y'all, your favorite podcasts have a favorite podcast. I promise you. And if they don't, they should facts. not be and your favorite podcast. And it's the yeah, read. Yeah, if your favorite <laughs> podcaster doesn't have a favorite podcast, 
That's what yeah. side eye. Because the, the way friend zone and the read will be in my rotation. But anyway, so. Big facts. When Crystal said that there's, so she specifically talked about the part where Beyonce said, um, nobody can judge me but me. I was born. Oh. That part. The church girl has me right. And, and that's the thing, because a lot of people expect it to, it's not even just about the church girls. That's a song for women, period. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because we all have that church girl in us. Even if it's not a girl who's like a PK, even if it's not a girl who grew up in the church, every single woman has that version of themselves that they have to release that version of themselves that's been like a fucking prisoner to whatever social construct they came up in and then come to that point where they're like bitch fuck you i was born free the fuck but let's let's talk about what we've experienced in the past two years as a society Mm -hmm. right not even just as individuals well as individuals and as a society like the past two years has been fucking hard emotionally and psychologically especially so for this album that song in particular like being able to listen to this album that's like you know what fuck everything you're going through go dance like go Mm down go move your body go dance and then for that song in particular to be like when i reach in this party i go in the body like what the fuck described so perfectly i think what i've been wanting to feel like the mm-hmm. type of joy that I've been wanting to feel in my life, Beyonce packaged that and put it in a fucking yeah. album to the point where I gain emotional. So I go switch this to somebody Same. else. Because Beyonce and, 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 I, and, and I want podcast. to segue into this. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm literally very emotional thinking about this. But I'm very and I'm, I'm I don't even mean to harp on like negative stuff. But I'm resentful of the people who keep referring to Beyonce and the way she releases releases music as her being a capitalist. And a lot of people are describing this album as escapism and. I think that's unfair and the reason why is because you just brought up a very good point hey i said the last two years for one has been scary as fuck okay aside from the economic turn that our like our economy like that we've taken right you know two years ago we were all scared that we like our chance of death literally raised by 50 percent you have a 50 percent chance of catching covid and there's a chance of death And we don't know who's going to die from who's not because they're saying that if you have underlying health conditions, you could die. But people who didn't have underlying health conditions were dying. So we were literally in a time where every fucking body was at risk for catching COVID. It was a pandemic. The whole world was at risk of catching COVID. Okay. And yeah, people were getting unemployment and stuff, but not everybody qualified. And some people were considered essential workers. That's the kind of fuck people were dealing with. And I think people kind of forgot that. And it's like, that album is not escapism. It's a release. Because when you go through something traumatic, you need to have an emotional release. And I don't think that really, the com- I don't think the collective of people has had a chance to truly have the release that we needed. Because we kind of went right back into work. And we kind of mm-hmm. went right back into trying to make things the way it used to be and mm-hmm. getting back to the norms. And it's like, things are never going to be the same. A lot of people experienced significant loss during this pandemic. And not even just the loss of like the lives of some of their family members, which that in of itself is bad. But some people's life literally changed as they know it. Even me, my whole fucking profession changed. I significantly doesn't see coming out of the pandemic as a rebirth, as a renaissance is weird. Sorry, my I could speak personally for me as a creative entrepreneur, as somebody who's worked hard in regular world, my entire life changed. Mm -hmm. And I know it's literally because of the pandemic. Yeah, literally. Absolutely. It was a total rebirth. So for people to say that it's escapism is weird Mm -hmm. to me. I'm like, what? Escapism? I mean, I I see it two ways. So escapism, because escapism for me, I see like when I when I read and shit like that. Like I like to take myself to another place sometimes and take mm-hmm. myself out of what's going on in my life. And sometimes Renaissance is that for me too. Like mm-hmm. I want Same. to focus on how good this music to make me feel and nothing yeah. else. But at the same time, it's also rebirth. It's also like wow, this album is actually changing me as a person, and like it's mm-hmm. a rebirth. But I want to address the capitalist part. The reality is, right, most all of the people who we admire, who are celebrities, who are making millions of dollars, are capitalists. They have bought exactly. into capitalism in some way. That's the in system s- we live in. That's not excusing Beyonce. 
because to be somebody with that much money at some point somewhere down the line somebody getting exploited and that's the reality of what it is that's we the reality of becoming a billionaire yeah it's the reality of becoming a billionaire and i'm not excusing it because i'm very much team eat the rich but at the same time when it comes to this album i am able to enjoy this album and not need beyonce to be a perfect holier than thou deity type person right. for me to enjoy it right she is like, <laughs> i think i think when people get triggered it's like when beyonce makes relatable music and then they remember yeah. that in real life they can't relate to her and i'm just like mm -hmm. yeah just because you can't just because you and her are not in the same tax bracket right mm -hmm. doesn't mean y'all still can't relate to each other because like y'all realize that technically beyonce has a nine to five it may not be in the same structure that we have nine to fives but at the end of the day she still has work obligations for her record label. Ha, and, and, and that's well, the thing she has to make music she has ivy park she has mm -hmm. jobs beyonce has but, and she jobs. still and she still has people she has to report to so just because like she's not punching a time clock doesn't mm -hmm. mean she's still not being driven crazy by the powers that be, the powers so, that are over her. But even with that, even with that, right? Outside of that, do we really need Beyonce to have a nine to five for Break My Soul to, to, for, to, to be, identify to be, with Break saying, My Soul, like, right? So here's the thing, Mary J. Blige been singing breakup music her whole motherfucking life. She wasn't always in a breakup when she was writing this music. Like artists have not always been necessarily in the situation. Like there are songwriters, people write songs on behalf of artists. It's not always exactly. from an artist's personal perspective, including this album. Beyonce have so much writing credits on this album and y'all still think that she relates to every single lyric that's in Renaissance. Like, no, maybe she didn't quit her nine to five, but maybe she wanted to make sure that her fans, because Beyonce cares about her fan base, she knows the what thing. the world experienced and she experienced it yeah. in some way, maybe different, but she wanted to write her album about it. Like, who gives a and fuck? Shake thing. your I, ass, I bitch. Like because the thing is, is the reality is, is if Beyonce only made music based on her personal day to day experience, we would be annoyed. Like it's but so, like me personally, I love hearing Beyonce pop her shit. But if she only made music from her experience, oh my god, I'm so rich. My husband cheated on me, but we're better now. And sometimes I'm insecure because I feel like maybe one day he might cheat on me again. Also, I'm still fucking wealthy. I don't know where I'm gonna take my yacht this week. We ain't gonna listen to that shit. Like, what do we want like let that lady live and, and do these are the same people these are the same people who are coming out talking about oh i hope this album ain't no like pro-black we march in oh, civil rights that part, era type shit because i chalked it up to two things people don't just hate beyonce regardless we know that yeah, that's but true. the other thing anybody who has a negative thing to say about this album entirely is just somebody who cannot choose joy because how do you true. album and not find the joy in it yeah there's how a lot do you of find joy in anything album. bad to say about this album like and even if you don't like the composition of the music if you don't like what it you know what it sounds like like sonically if you're not into the sound but to say that it's not a good album and the thing is this, bitch, you think it's small. We need to be thinking big. You need to be thinking big, bitch. <laughs> you need to be thinking big, bitch. Oh, that's my it's uncle in my big, head. Bitch. That's, I'm obsessed that's, with him. He's my uncle in my head. Like, you need to be thinking big. Like, this album is just so good. Oh, my God. Listen, there is a level of joy that i experienced from that album and we have we gonna have an episode coming up soon in this season where we talking about like choosing joy right but in going back to the pandemic like i went into the pandemic as an influencer as somebody who had a passion for a certain level of things and two years later i feel like that completely flipped on its head right yeah. and i got to this point in my life where like Everything that I'm doing is for the purpose of seeking joy, is for the purpose of enjoying my life and wanting to have fun. And like, I'm chasing more so a feeling than a type of accomplishment, right? Yeah. Renaissance was like the soundtrack to that for me. Like when Renaissance came out, I was like, this album describes the type of, of feeling, the type of life that I want to live. So whenever I had to listen to it, I had to, that's the fucking energy i don't be on i don't be like oh my god like i just want frolic like i want running a fila flowers bitch or go to the club and shake my ass like one of the two i don't know it's not commercial it's not what i what i thought break my soul was listening to the album it's not that it's not commercial it's not it's not 
a, a capitalistic move. It's literally what she created during the pandemic, during mm -hmm. those two years of struggle, strife, and fear. It was, you could tell she was on this journey of finding joy and putting it in music. Mm -hmm. yeah. And let's talk about how she incorporated queer culture and ballroom culture and the LGBTQ plus community and trans women, specifically yes. trans women into this album. Like she's come so far and she's bringing people along with her and she's like sharing in that, in those opportunities. And I feel like she did the same thing with this album. She did like, she made sure to incorporate who like, who who's supposed to be there for the kind of music she just made? Exactly. T.S. Madison is on maybe 30 seconds of background for Cozy when she'd be like, I'm dark skin, light skin, beige. Yep. Fluorescent beige, bitch. Beige. I keep, like, I don't have a favorite song, but Cozy for me is the most impressive one because for me, what Cozy means is like, Beyonce loving herself. Cause right now Beyonce is thick. Beyonce is a thickums, right? Beyonce's body changes. Beyonce, you know, her image changes. Everything that's supposed to be the most valuable for her career, as it relates to her outer appearance, changes drastically. Beyonce is also aging. We have to remember that. Beyonce mm. is aging, and you can tell she's not getting injected and all of that shit, right? Yeah. So you, she's probably reasoning with that as well. And Cozy to me is the anthem for Beyonce. Be, being comfortable right. with her body with her changing face her vocals are probably changing too like they've yeah. been her beyonce from her first album to now her yeah, voice she, is she and her lower register I, a lot more now she's yeah. way more in her lower register and so i to me that's what i think code those if you notice the intro to the album right leading up to break my soul it starts with her the spoken word hyping myself up i'm that girl right then it's cozy right hyping herself up like like it cozy felt like feels like when you're getting ready and you're like not too sure but you have to tell yourself like girl you got this you find a spot yeah. outfit okay well now i like the outfit more because i got my makeup done okay well now i like everything more because my hair is done right yeah and then alien superstar where it's like actually i'm really that fucking girl yes right <laughs> that's how she, those three songs is how she opened her album you can't tell I, me those three songs were not an ode to her as a person and what she's experiencing as an aging black woman in this industry. Yeah. And Cozy yeah. wasn't even just Cozy wasn't just Beyonce talking about herself and talking her own shit. I'm like I'm comfortable in my skin. It was all black women, but it was specifically it was for all of us. the LGBTQ plus community because there's a part oh, absolutely where she starts talking about colors and at first you don't get it, but That's then you the, realize the flag, that she's yeah. describing the pride flag, specifically the pride flag that includes black women or black people and trans people on it. Yes, I wish and I could remember the name a black of it. trans woman in the background talking mm -hmm. about shit. For one, again, she is obviously including the entire LGBTQ community in that. And I feel like a lot of the songs that Beyonce, especially in this album, is leaning more into womanism as opposed to feminism because womanism does include trans women. Womanism highlights all women, especially like women of color, marginalized women, and that includes trans women. You know what I mean? So I really feel like this is that, oh, that album is just so good. Listen, most people gonna just hear a dance album, right? Most people gonna just hear a dance album and that's cool for them. Other people are going to dissect the lyrics, right? And then other people are going to dissect all three together. The music, the lyrics, Beyonce, the person, because a lot of times people mm -hmm. keep forgetting that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when you factor in all those ingredients, this album, baby, my God. That's why, yeah. And that's why like everything that we're talking about now, the fact that we're able to sit here and make a 45 minute episode on just the album just the, the audio of this album no visuals no yeah. additional like really no promo on her part besides like you know little album rollout here and there like she straight up said when she released the album and she posted that letter on her instagram we're gonna sit with this music and enjoy it for a while like we're gonna enjoy this music and i feel like what she meant is you gonna dissect the fuck out this album. You gonna listen before to it. You gonna on, really get yeah, into yeah. it and appreciate this body of work before I give you any visuals. And Mingo Lysis, it's been about a month and a, a month and a half. We waiting. Take your time. But yeah, also yeah. stop playing in my face though because like at this point, Beyonce, Beyonce. Beyonce. I'm not ready. Like I got headaches daily because I'm like any minute now she gonna just blow my mind. Like what the fuck. 
I hope and that it, she released Act One on off day so I could be at listen, home because I'm not prepared. I'm but I mean, if we think about like what the reaction has been to just Act One, to just the album, how people are having club parties, even in Tucson, and I was pissed because I was in Florida when it happened. People are having literal parties. So there's one thing that you know, in in regards to the album that we haven't spoken about because I only wanted to give it like two minutes of my time, but. There was a bit of controversy um, when the album came out. There was, like, controversy here and there, but I think the biggest story was Khalees being upset and, like, everything that had happened and all of that. Do y'all feel like that overshadowed the album release at all? I feel like Absolutely once, not. once Beyonce not. took the writing credit off, I feel like everybody was like, okay, well, <laughs> and we move the, the, on. But well, Beyonce has spoken. So, for one, I don't think it took anything away from it. Um, I thought it was just a joke, low-key, the whole situation. I feel for Khalees, I understand what she has been through in the industry. Khalees legitimately responded to one of her fans' misinformation. They saw the track list. They saw that Khalees had a like a writing credit or a feature. I don't remember exactly how it was, but they saw Khalees' name on the album and they came on and speculated. The album hadn't even come out yet. And instead of Khalees doing some level of investigation, Khalees, she didn't even know what fucking song she was sampled on. But I thought the whole thing was messy. I don't think it overshadowed the album at all. I think if anything, it was like fun um, promotion <laughs> for the album. Because what happened is it started certain conversations that a lot of people who were and weren't qualified to speak on ended up speaking on, right? And then Beyonce did what she does best, which is shut everybody the fuck up by simply removing it altogether. She said, so, you ain't want a sample, tech, tech sample. She tech said, oh, you don't want to be a... Cool. Cool. Because I, the reality is, is Kelly's name didn't even have to be on the album, considering what it was that was sampled. If it was anybody else, you wouldn't have required all the shit that you require from a Beyonce. Phone call, bitch. If it was If it was anybody else, you wouldn't have been like, well, why didn't you call me? And da, 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 da. It's because it's Beyonce, yeah. right? And your your anger with Pharrell and them, you're putting on to Beyonce. Yeah. Because Pharrell happened to be connected to it, you're putting on Beyonce, but you would not have had that reaction if it was anybody else in the industry. And that's why I mm -hmm. personally couldn't rock with it. I was just like, girl, shut up. She was like, doing a lot. It was embarrassing. She was doing a lot. And and for me, my beef with it was because like I could say patience if it was a vibe where Beyonce didn't give her, her credit. Did you know, like you expect her to call you to 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 ask your permission or to give you a heads up that she's honestly truly beyond first of that, all i think that is. i think that beyonce extended a lot of grace to kelly's by even giving her a writing credit because at the end of the day as far as the music industry goes as far as the legal side of things like pharrell and whoever else were the actual owners of the song so they were the people who exactly. were supposed to get the writing credit and paid if anything beyonce mm -hmm. extending that and giving kelly's a writing credit when it wasn't even a sample it was they call it an interpolation in, of yeah. a beat in milkshake so it's a variance of the way that you sing this certain thing in the song and the song technically as fucked up as it is because pharrell it was who really deserved all the smoke for taking yeah. advantage of Khalees whenever he did and not having yeah. her owning her masters or whatever like the villain here is pharrell it's but, fucking pharrell but the exactly. villain in the conversation became beyonce and even then she had extended this grace to you and given you a writing credit and now you on the internet talking shit so when it first happened y'all remember i was texting i and i was like i don't know like i get where Khalees coming from but then she yeah. kept laying it on and laying it yeah. on and laying it on to the point where she was talking about beyonce being like a devil worshiper and all yeah. types of shit yeah and i'm like so this far. is about how you really feel about beyonce this ain't about this fucking yep. writing credit and like, that's when i stopped caring that's when i was like okay girl shut up shut yeah. up you like showing you, me a truth. You just don't like this woman. You're disgruntled and you had some shit to say and this was just your avenue to say it this and you wanted your to pop your shit. Yeah. Like, she saw it as an opening to drag Beyonce and it just didn't... It's, and that's the thing. Now you just look crazy. And now you get to be the person that everybody's calling as like the crazy shit starter. You know what I mean? Like, and if that's what you want to be, that's cool. Go and up. the thing is, I love Kelly's. Like you out there on your farm, you doing your, your wholesome chef shit. Like... I love her music. Like, I love Kelly's, but I don't like mean people. And it was yes, mean spirited that part. the way and that she, she was, was saying shit.
yeah she was going too far just a lot of the language she was using mm -hmm. um and then even like making it seem as though beyonce has been copying her for her entire career girl let me tell you one thing that motherfucking leo women gonna do i have a theory and this drama with khalees is confirming it for me everybody who was remember when beyonce first went solo was it 2003 yeah everybody who was a solo a female solo oh. artist in 2003 hates beyonce's guts because she, she became told, she became what she, they, she yeah. out of a girl group where people hated her i personally when beyonce was in destiny's child i couldn't stand her because i was like why are you always trying to take the shine from these women what it really was was she just naturally outshined them i wasn't always a beyonce fan. i used to be like i used to hate watch beyonce just to be like <laughs> yeah she's so extra but then i would watch a performance and be like Fuck, she's good right <laughs> this is how i know that eyes are fire saying because from the time she come out like finally give my bitch her solo time we love it like <laughs> she went solo in 2003 where there when there was a marie Kelis, the white pop girls, just remember all the bitches who were solo at that time. And look at this over a decade later, Beyonce's the pinnacle. They cannot stand her. And knowing that you can't compare probably eats you alive. You, like, I mean, that's the thing. I think a lot of these solo artists, for the most part, respect Beyonce's artistry and recognize half of who she is. Like, Beyonce is a celebrity of celebrities. Like, celebrities know that Beyonce Celebrities Beyonce, go up right? with Beyonce, yeah. But can you imagine she... 20 years later, you sitting in your house like, this fucking bitch destroyed my career. <laughs> <laughs> white woman staring out the window and she just I love I feel like there are some people who literally look at Beyonce's career and don't think about it and they'll just like spontaneously fucking combust and bitch I don't blame you because look at the material like look at what she's come to like I just things like this that make me think about like but that's why it's easy to resort to her being a devil worshiper and her being evil because it must be the devil. No, bitch, she was destined for this why shit. Why can't it be God? Destiny. I what, thought, like, that why part, can't it be God? Why can't like, she be touched by the Lord? Why can't it be that so we know she's she so, was. like... I because she's not man. It's just the world we're living in oh, because, because I could never understand how... What happened? She's hey, not a man. Because she's not a man. And it's true. Because she's not a man. And in, in Christianity... If you are exalted and talented and beyond everyone else and it's natural to you in Christianity, as a man, you are anointed by God. As a woman, you're mm -hmm. a witch. You are a yep. devil worshiper. And it's the same thing that happened with Beyonce. Even if yep. people aren't Christian, they view her talent and her you know being above Her everybody ability else to be they, yeah. yeah they view it as it You're being right. corrupt and as in somebody had to have given this to how there had to be some kind of sacrifice or corruption and they even tried to correlate it to her relationship to Jay-Z. And the reality is, is even Jay-Z acknowledges there's no way in hell I could ever. Like, but, but, bitch is Beyonce. But you, that, that makes so much sense here. I said, because I've never heard anybody say Michael Jackson worship the devil. Nope. Michael Jackson has always been given his flowers. People have always respected him. I've never heard a single person say, he's a devil worshiper, Illuminati. And, and don't get me wrong, there were, with Michael Jackson, like he had the rumors and all of that stuff um, yeah. related to, you know, child sexual assault and all that, you know. But yeah. it it does have to do with to her being talent. a woman, yeah. right? Because at the end of the day, after Michael Jackson's passing, people were willing to acknowledge, you know, he was the greatest artist we had in our time and da 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 but there are some people looking at Beyonce's career even now who still refuse to give her that when it's like, mm -hmm. bitch, she delete her profile picture on Instagram and the fucking world stopped. Yep. The queen of England died. And when they said the queen died, people was like, which Beyonce? Queen? Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> which, which queen? <laughs> With all the shit that has happened this summer for us to still be listening to Renaissance every day. Beyonce sprinkled crack in a fucking album. You understand me? Oh. Me and Daima were on the phone the other day and just talking about specifically the experience between Summer Renaissance back over to I'm Not Girl, right? And how <laughs> because... Summer Renaissance feels like when you're in the club 
and the music game really 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 good and you just like wow i could stay here all night i drunk like yes king first of all let's just talk about cuff it right cuff you it think everybody come tank. from nothing Listen, everybody talking about Cuff It as like a fun party dance song. If you really listen no, to No, that song it, is about fucking. Cuff It is the nut in me anthem. Like Beyonce just yep. saying like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I want go party. And then when we leave here, like, I want you to shoot We're up fucking up. Like, <laughs> you can't tell me Beyonce and Jay-Z don't be fucking in club bathrooms when they out together. Beyonce and Jay-Z are nasty. <laughs> She confirmed it in part. Driver, roll up the partition, please. Beyonce and Jay-Z be fucking. fucking. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Baby, she said, come on my I'll face. Yeah. Beyonce, she's talking about having come on her face, and when she's saying, "Let me eat it you a sweet, you a sweetie pie, come let me eat you," she ain't talking about eating her man ass. She eating somebody daughter coochie. Beyonce got some little young hot girlfriend. Beyonce is a lesbian. Beyonce is homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how at the beginning of the episode we were like, oh, the lyrics don't always have to be the, the artist's life. And now we like, yeah, that bitch will be fucking. No, that bitch will be I want yeah. to talk about the fact that when I saw the track list for this album and I saw a song called America Has a Problem, right? I was like, we getting political. We, what? No. And then the I hear time. America Has a Problem and I said, dun, 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 dun. I said, oh, the problem is you, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Me and Diamond, when we call each other, one of us will randomly say, America, America has a problem. <laughs> like literally, Diamond will answer the phone and I would legit just go, America, America no. has a problem. And she My shit is, I don't be walking around the house, right? The house to be quiet and you don't hear me say, unicorn is the uniform you put uniform, on. Eyes are you a uniform? Immediately, yes. yes. They have all of us looking like we have Tourette's. We, we all look insane. It, there's so many different sound bites from the album because sometimes it'll be fluorescent beige, bitch. I'm black. I'm, I'm sometimes back. it'll be these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. Ain't stopping me. <laughs> like, okay, you know my problem in life is I could be answering a basic question, right? And if it's a yes or no question, I'd say no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Instead of just saying no, I'd be like no. No, <laughs> it's it's the fact that that's the lyric I don't remember first from the song. Like I'll be listening to no. it and I dancing right, me singing no other part of the song, you know, just what she said. No, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, that's my shit. That's my y'all shit. Y'all saw the tweet Burgos where somebody groove said that is my shit. Burgos groove is so. She talking uh, about her pussy in that song, oh, but yeah. that album is so good. That song is so good. Boy, you can't get no higher. Yo. Listen. I just vocally, there's so much that we could talk about this album. Vocally, like, as much as it's a dance album, Beyonce was in that studio like, I gonna show these bitches how to sing. Mm-hmm. Beyonce not only are you gonna dance, some... bitch, you gonna sing. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are y'all's predictions for Act 2 and Act 3? Because I'm seeing I'm, so I'm, many I'm, different things. I'm done wasting my time. I've changed yeah. my I'm done wasting my time. I tried to do the predictions. Beyonce keeps proving to us that predictions will never be a thing that can ever be done for her. I actually don't want the tour to be part of Act 2 or 3. I would like for one of the acts to be like, you know like how Coachella was, how the Netflix special for Coachella was where it was that... Oh, um, that would be so good. Um, yeah. Watching behind the scenes and the performance, I would like to see one of them be like an amalgamation of behind the scenes and then the music video. But you know what? That's really good because she also has two more things, two more obligations for Netflix. So right. act two or three might very well be something like that for right. real. Because she took us back into this old school way of receiving new music. Yeah. That, I want to go back into that old school way of, hey, now that you've got the music, now that you enjoy it, Come here's the behind the scenes. Yeah, I, I used to love for that. that. So here's my, here's my question for Ayo. Beyonce a long time ago I can't find this interview I, I remember seeing it I know me and crazy at one point said that she does not foresee herself doing music forever after she gets married and has her children life could change she was young when she said that she did not have blue ivy when she said this mm-hmm. so she could have changed her mind but do you a lot of people saying like renaissance might be it do you see that happening for Beyonce or do you think it- she gonna give us more no, I felt what I was listening to, and I told Diamond this. I was listening to the emotion to the album, and I got emotional. I said, "Diamond, I think this might be Beyonce's last album." Like, I don't know why, but I feel like Beyonce probably it. 
I won't be surprised. Like, is that what I expect or want? Absolutely not. But I won't be surprised if by the end of act three, she makes it clear that this is the last album that she's releasing to us. I think she's going to focus more on developing other artists after this. I think she's going to focus more for what made, what made that, what solidified that for me was at the end of summer renaissance when she was saying round of applause i feel like that was her giving her like herself a standing ovation for her career for her career yeah i think she's gonna announce her retirement by the end of something i don't think she's gonna i don't i think this is her last album i'll be honest i've been like mourning the fact on one end i could see that and then on the other end renaissance literally means rebirth this rebirth is her no longer releasing albums, at least in my opinion, and shifting into creating these kinds of bodies of art where it's more so like a, a movie that revolves around the music kind of. And I won't be surprised if she probably just transitions into documentaries or something altogether. Like, I feel like this rebirth is a rebirth into something completely different from like just albums with music. Whatever she chooses to do, I I hear for it. I just, After Renaissance, at this point in her career... I've just come to realize that Beyonce has given me nine albums. Everybody keeps saying seven. Mm-hmm. It's fucking nine. Put some respect on the live album and Lion King to give. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So she's given me nine albums. I have not had a problem with a single fucking one at this point. That part. She's given me multiple tours, multiple live performances, multiple documentaries. Like Beyonce has given me a lifetime of just like shit to appreciate Facts. about her. And if at this point she wants to transition out and shift her career in a different way or be done, I gonna be sad. I am mm-hmm. going to be sad. Okay. It's gonna be sad as fuck. But I gonna be okay because I could say to my children, like I was up the night she dropped self-titled on Twitter. I was up. I was there when Renaissance dropped. I was there when yeah. Lemonade dropped. Like I was there but- for all of it. I grew up with this woman from 2003. I was was 10 years old when she went solo. I am turning 30. And for her to drop Renaissance, the year, like my last year of my 20s, like her her discography for me is a reflection of like my life. So when people be like, oh, you, you behave, you this, you that. Yes, bitch. Yeah, yes. I, I was, and it's so funny you said that. I was, I was literally gonna say a lot. We grew up with Beyonce. We grew up listening to Beyonce. We all have our own personal journeys with mm-hmm. Beyonce as an artist. You know what I mean? We grew up with her. Her music has influenced a lot of us in so many different ways. Like, mm-hmm. if that lady want to retire, we are gonna mind our business and let that lady retire. Yeah. Like, what we gonna do? But I really think when Be- if Beyonce is retiring, if this is if she's ending her musical career. I really think what she's doing is making room for Hallie to, I mean, not for Hallie, for Chloe to be that girl because Chloe Chloe's- has the drive that Beyonce has. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. There's a lot of debate of, oh, who's the next coming? Is it Doja Cat? Doja Cat has the potential, but Doja Cat don't want it. She don't want it like that. Yeah. Doja Cat just naturally has that talent. Doja Cat is very talented. Doja Cat has all the ingredients to be the next big pop star, but she does not want it. She does not have that drive, but Chloe Bailey, baby, and you know Chloe what's Bailey? When I did the thread um, on Twitter for Beyonce's birthday, I went back and I looked at not her first performance of Crazy in Love. She did Crazy in Love, I think, at like the MTV Movie Awards, like right after, or Music Awards. Mm-hmm. And watching her perform Crazy in Love, like she killed it, obviously, but there was so much about her that was so like aggressive and like over the top and extra, even with a That's dance exactly And I was Chloe like, watch right Chloe. Now. Watch Chloe. Yeah, like, and that's literally it. Beyonce was dragging herself across the floor on her feet when she performed Deja Vu on BET. And at the time, people were like, what was she doing? But now <laughs> people look back, because looking at that thread, when, when there was a question on the thread that said, what live performance from Beyonce made you realize she was top two and not number two? And everybody was talking about that BET performance. Same thing with Chloe. Chloe is going to that get be- 10 years into her career and people going to look back at that recent performance of um, Treat Me and Surprise and be like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's when I knew like yep. she was that be- bitch. <laughs> because it's true. I used to find Beyonce's performances to be a lot, but it was deja vu that made me say, oh, this bitch is bad as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what made me take that turn into when just she was. Ex- Accepting. flinging dust and doing all kind of shit she look like a little ostrich like she was going off <laughs> all right we gonna we gonna wrap this up i gonna ask an impossible question we gonna wrap this up with our top three from renaissance 
Okay. We just said don't we're not listen doing to that. me. Listen to me. You don't have to explain it. You don't have to argue why. Right now, in this very moment, and we accept that this can change. You don't look at me later. Not can. It will change. I need the will people change. to understand this will change. It will continue to change. Today, and that's the purpose in, of the album. Today, in this moment in time, we're going to go around the circle. All you're going to do is give me your top three. You ain't going to explain it. You ain't going to argue. You ain't going to say because of this. You're going to just say just this song. The three songs. Song. Okay, period. I like that. Okay. And okay. Ma- <laughs> Stop looking at me later. <laughs> I don't go first. Because I don't have Okay. Cozy. Cozy. Y'all know it's cozy. Y'all know cozy is in the top three. For sure. Mm-hmm. Alien Superstar and America has a problem. Okay. Uh, fucks with that. America okay, has yeah. a problem is definitely in my top three. It's funny because it, America has a problem is also in my top three. It would be because so, I was the problem. <laughs> Y'all need to be following the twin page because yeah, it, it don't don't even. Girl. That's all I'm gonna say. So let me go ahead and list my top three. Okay, mm-hmm. y'all already know Church Girl, Church Girl. Okay, mm-hmm. America has a problem and cuff it. Those three songs have me in a chokehold right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fuck. <laughs> Where ask this question? Who said you? It's always okay. This is a moment where you tell the shooter, you go, you, you go. go. Okay. Pure honey. <laughs> Pure honey, um, coffee. Pure honey, coffee. Alien superstar. Love that. You know what well, I love about our that... top three though, what? is that they were so reflective of our personalities. Like yeah. y'all both had America has a problem, but your number one I feel was very like pure honey. Bad bitches to the left, money bitches to the right. You could be both. Me to the middle. Dance all night. Dance all night. The part in that song that I identify with the most is um, when she just said it should cost a million to look this good, but she make it look easy because she got it. Every time I don't get dressed now it. and I don't beat my face, I'll be like, it should cost a billion to look this fucking good. And wow. should and do. <laughs> yeah. And talk about the runs in plastic off the sofa and how bitches on TikTok about to lose their lung capacity trying to sing it the way Beyonce trying been sing singing it. Why we haven't talked about the last 30 seconds of Virgo's groove when she ascended to the fucking ancestral plane with them runs. We haven't talked yep. about Thick when she said he thought he was doing it good. I told him go, I harder. Told him go harder. She, she was killing that shit. I tell she go I harder. Like, go harder. She was talking about Chloe. She was talking about Chloe. I'm telling you. <laughs> because she was killing that shit. I told her go harder. Go harder, baby. Because I'm about to pass the torch and you better be with it. Or else I'm going to just have blue come out early. What's up? <laughs> we never addressed the gray sweatpants and the cash being the motivator. But okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, when she said it, it must be the cash because it ain't true. Because it ain't true. <laughs> no, do it, the baby. P- Stick it, baby. Dude, the I part that, that make me laugh. The part that make me laugh about that song is the minute people hear it, they, they didn't even take oh, that was Yeah, so they were like, oh, maybe she just singing in general. They said Jay Z. Jay Z. It must be the cash. <laughs> singing your fucking face, and I was like, oh my god. I about to use this album to talk so much shit on this podcast for this whole season. So if you think into yourself, okay. good, they get Renaissance out the way they talk about Beyonce, they get out of the system and we can move on for the rest of the season. Please know every intro for this whole season going to probably be a Beyonce lyric. Wait, Monday, Monday I'm overrated. Monday, Tuesday on my dick. dick. Yeah. Monday I'm overrated. <laughs> Tuesday on my dick. Flip flop, flippy flip flopping ass bitch. Flopping ass bitch. <laughs> like everything. Liberated, living like we well, ain't got time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never declines. Okay. I'm so grateful for um this album release for what she has given us in this body at walk. But I'm also stressed because on one end, the the aftermath to this is either she gonna retire or she gonna surpass herself. And every time she releases something like this, I ask myself, how much more, uh, physically, how much more can I take? Like, yeah. I can't, Beyonce, I can't take too much more. So if there's a level you can go to after this, I need to know how you passing out these stimulus payments for therapy. Yeah, because, because I feel parts of my soul being extracted every time Beyonce really, I'm like, how, how was and then you have a certain, you reach a certain level of like emotional response where you're like, I didn't know that I could react to something in this way. And Beyonce is sucking the soul out of 
maybe Kelis was right because I don't understand. I don't right. have maybe, much more in my body. Maybe Kelis was right, bitch. She talking about y'all. We here. should name the episode that we should Kelis name was that. right. Kelis was right. Maybe Kelis was right because my I, I there's I feel my soul like losing potency every time. I how much it's just. I don't even have the words and you know i usually have a very good way of like summarizing or explaining things it's hard for me to even end this episode because i just want send her i want to write a nicely like calligraphied letter that says bitch with just a question mark and mail it to beyonce <laughs> because bitch <laughs> that I, we what am i supposed to do so it's really a scale of one to one because she's one of one she's the <laughs> only one and don't even waste your time trying to compete with her. And no one, one else in this world, world can this think world like can her. Think like like her. her. She's, she's twisted, twisted, bitch. Twisted. She'll contradict it, and she has. Keep she him addicted. Him addicted. Mm-hmm. She licks lies on his, his lips. lips. She licks, she licks them. Unique. You unique. You <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Audience, thank you so much for being here with us through the shenanigans and welcome back to the Good Up Motherfucking Podcast for season eight. This is going hey. to be an amazing fucking season. I'm so excited. We have like so much good plan for Ayo. Like I was showing Deidre the notes the other day and Deidre gave me her stamp of approval for what we have planned this season. So just just be prepared, you know? Um, be prepared to yeah. laugh. Be prepared to talk absolute shit. Be prepared for the possibility that you might have to call your therapist back and tell her, "Hey, um, we need to resume sessions because this podcast." Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, this gonna be saying from last season that episode y'all did about grief and death and all of that. I was bawling. I was. Mm-hmm. It was. It was too much. I'm not fooling with y'all oh. this season. I'm not. Oh, oh, be prepared. Yeah, be yeah, prepared. We, we're coming. <laughs> We come in. Let me. Th- we are coming, honey. We, are we got coming. things to talk about. Okay. We got things to talk about, and we're talking about them. All right. All right. It's a non-negotiable. Prepare yourself. Period. All Prepare right. Yourselves. You know where to find us. All social media platforms at Good Up Pod. If you want to help us keep the lights on in this bitch and join our Good Up Good Up VIP community, VIP community, um, on Facebook and on Patreon, it's Patreon.com/GoodUpPod. We love our bad. Use hashtag Good Up Tuesday because the Tuesday ain't good up unless me and Deidre and Diamond ain't a fuck. So and that's on period. Use the that's hashtag. Period. America has a problem and it's good up, bitch. Deidre, tell the people then bye. Bye. You need- Good Up is hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Hey Isaac Quinones Ivory. Find us on all social media platforms at Good Up Pod. Use hashtag Good Up Tuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash goodup podcast.